1: What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the first episode of No Other Pod in the year 2022. I'm Jimmy, along, as always, with my good buddy, Daniel Kuzer. Dan, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, man. The year
2: of the deuces. I mean, it uh,
1: (laughs) we're here, dude.
2: Take that as, you know, get your tushy bidet for that or uh, just throw them up. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. I, you know, so somebody's going to steal this idea. Now, I've never talked about this publicly, but my cousin and my brother and I had an idea years ago for an app that we were going to call Deuces. And okay. what it was was track your bowel movements. You're not that far off. You what? were going to go check in at various public restroom facilities. Oh, no. But then the utility part of it was then you could like give a review and rate it and let people know, like, this is like, you know, a five toilet. Uh, facility and it's like cleanliness like all that stuff and but like it, you know <laughs> kind of just check in and let people know where it's been happening and like is it worth stopping there and and using the, the toilet there or not so i think Buddy. since then some similar apps have actually come out but it's so funny because
2: i <laughs> i'm watching i'm watching keenan thompson show keenan on, yeah. on, on tv and it's uh the other night it did like a flashback of like a, a, what his job was beforehand and he was doing a report on like raiding public bathrooms and stuff yeah hilarious two years ago i swear to god
1: see i'm i'm saying the, I I, there's go. there's you know the bones of a good idea there
2: yeah i mean it's it's the it's the yelp for uh for, for cleanly,
1: cleanliness it's the checking in every time you poop that might be the part that people don't want to do but. a little
2: different F- four square for flatulence
1: yeah <laughs> yeah so we uh, we started doing it just like manually as a test like instead of an app we were just texting each other and we'd give our rating <laughs> so, so weird. we'd text each other we'd just say deuces and then we just follow it up with a rating of emojis
2: i think i'd want out of that group chat i, don't, I think <laughs> i'd be done this has run its course <laughs> so
1: but yeah well, well on sure. that note happy new year everybody <laughs> yeah did you did you make it till midnight or are you too old i didn't make it till midnight. Um, Yeah, I I flipped on CNN just to see what was happening at midnight. All the festivities happened at 11 p.m. because that's when the New York Times Square ball dropped. And I was like, well, what are they doing Central Time? And they were in New Orleans. Everybody was drunk. They counted down till midnight. And their big reveal at midnight Central Time was a drunk ass Don Lemon popping out of a fake cake and just going Happy New Year. That's pretty weird. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, how is this on a major cable television station
2: i i have only ever seen a midnight uh recently if i had to get up and use the restroom <laughs> yeah it's I've uh been i've been
1: i've been staying up a little later than normal but you know not bad
2: you crazy you crazy i hear you got upset dogs
1: that's good times <laughs> yeah i might have to go uh, get her to calm down here in a bit but you know there's not a lot of sporting kc soccer to talk about this week so
2: Not much, man. I think I could cover it right here with uh, Victory Project donations and
1: (laughs) Desert Showcase
2: in Tucson, Arizona.
1: Good. Done. Podcast over. Thank Uh, you, everybody. Join us next week. Happy New Year.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: No, I didn't make it till midnight, and then I went to sleep immediately. I don't know why I stayed till midnight, but that's right
2: yeah but you, you saw that uh miley cyrus had a little wardrobe malfunction she handled it
1: like a champ
2: and pete davidson was like i hear we saw some boobies so here's mine <laughs>
1: <laughs> she handled it like a champ from what i saw and you know more power I, that's quick thinking i wouldn't have thought of that so
2: just yeah i mean are we we you got the the free the nip on accident <laughs> <laughs> just good times
1: so, but um yeah you know new year's you know it always you know it's an interesting time, a lot of reflection, but hey, new year, hopefully COVID will get better this year and we'll have to, you know, start moving a little bit closer back to normal, you know, fingers crossed.
2: What are you nuts? But, <laughs> did we not just are we're still breaking records.
1: I know. I know we are. I'm just hoping that once we get through this wave, I'm trying to, you know, as as the new day would say, it's the power of positivity.
2: That's and true. And so yeah. the new you know, day, yes it is.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to uh to think about, you know, the bright side of things a little bit because i I can be a little bit of a pessimist so bright side hoping we get through january and uh maybe things start taking a turn for the better and uh bright side is we are two weeks away no three weeks away from sporting KC's first preseason game
2: about three and a half right yeah yeah it's uh it's getting crazy man and then oh just how about that how about a month after that we open the season on the road and then it's a week wild. after that we're at home and i'm like god i love this sport i mean where's it's the so off crazy. season you just don't get one and no. it's just it's so fun man
1: especially this year where they moved the season up some because they have to accommodate the world cup that's happening in Qatar this winter uh, uh or this and next last winter. year it
2: was moved back because yeah. of the pandemic so right. you know good times the, pand-
1: the pandemic yeah I, so i got confused because they travel to arizona on january 17th that's 12 oh, days damn. from now sure is so it's uh sounds it's coming nice. up fast they travel to arizona um for what do they call it now the desert showcase i yeah. visit visit tucson it's not the sun cup it's you not the, the desert diamond, desert diamond cup, cup great, mobile man. mini sun cup whatever it was
2: desert diamond just sounds great man that's not, that sounds like a wrestler the it's desert a, diamond
1: it sounds like it's a grand prix circuit on Mario Kart 64
2: it does and they <laughs> they probably got sued by Nintendo so they had to no
1: <laughs> right so but, but they you know January 17th they travel to Arizona and then uh, 4 p.m on Saturday January 29th at the Kino North Stadium which we've all seen many times on internet streams they will take on the Colorado Rapids so it's uh tickers or tickets can be ordered online if you want to go which is kind of crazy that a Saturday it's, uh, it's Saturday, January 29th, That's right. um, so tickets are on sale now. You can go to SportingKC.com. Uh, it's 4 p.m. Mountain Time on January 29th. Uh, it does not appear that this will be streamed online. It so, hasn't
2: been for a good while, and uh, when it was, oh, man, remember when it was? It's like, how cool is that?
1: Yeah, I mean, we still usually get a game or two streamed on SportingKC.com um, yeah. over the preseason, but it's usually not all of them so is
2: that also for uh reasons of you don't want to put out there publicly what you're doing right away or it could be okay
1: yeah it, it certainly could be, be like um, videotaping
2: a practice so to speak
1: <laughs> yeah it's you know spygate. i mean peter's obviously he doesn't even want the like formation graphic to go out except for right when the uh the, the the game is starting because he doesn't want any sort of like tactical information going out. Even though we all know Peter what it's going to be, it's a four three three. We know everything, so it's not That's that serious. So
2: strange. <laughs> That's so strange. I can't have anyone know that I'm going to do
1: what I always do. What I've done every game for the past twelve years.
2: Seriously though, is he on record saying this, or he's
1: not on record? But I have it on good authority that the reason that they put out the like oh, okay. um, numeric That's good authority man. lineup. Like you have a I have inside. sources.
2: You have inside help?
1: I have sources, sources oh, close to the situation.
2: He's an inside man. <laughs>
1: over Denzel. Because um, I remember the first game they did it, and, and I uh, was actually in an elevator with uh, Sporting Casey's director of communications, and it was a couple of us, and we asked, we're like, what's the deal with the lineup graphic? And he was like, what is there oh, no yeah. news today? Because we were like the fourth person to ask him about it, and he was not happy. Oh, but, uh, you know, we got why used to not, it. Why are you pissing people off? I'm just trying to get answers for the people, my man.
2: <laughs> try to people want to know try to ask the big question. i am a journalist
1: <laughs> so
2: oh my god okay. yeah
1: that's why it's um they do the the just like the numeric graphic and then they do the yeah. formation and you know the only time it ever really comes into play is when it's like okay Polito can't go who's gonna be striker is it gonna be you know gotti kinda was it gonna be john luke buzio is it gonna be Kyrie? shot like that was the only time where i guess it kind of was like you might be giving away some tactical information Right, But I don't know. I I mean, oh, who knows?
2: You know, speaking of strikers, by the way, uh, kind of a little bit of a pivot here. Our, our guy from Chicago Fire, mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't hear anything. Essentially, sporting is required to offer a contract, but they don't have to tell us that they offered a contract. They will only tell us if it was accepted.
1: Right. And so we, maybe he's mulling it over. We haven't heard that he has rejected it. I feel like if he right. if he's rejected it, we would have, you know. Whoever the next Sean McDowell is. Uh, wow. Sam. Did I say Sean McDowell? I did uh, say Sean. Why I combined Sean and Sam. Sam. Goodwin, right? Yep. <laughs> Sam Goodwin and Sean McDowell. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, that, that's actually who the next, breaking news, the next Sporting KC, KC Star Reporter is a clone of Sam McDowell and Sean Goodwin. His name is Sean oh, McDowell.
2: Wow. That's not great. That's, that's, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird to think about.
1: Um, but, uh, whoever the next Sean Goodwin or Sam McDowell is probably would have had that story. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we haven't heard it yet. So,
2: well, and yeah, and something else would surface online like, oh, he was actually going back overseas or something. So, yeah, all I can think and theorize is that an offer obviously was extended because they have mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. and that he's just still uh, you know, being mulled over thinking about it. And I guess we'll see.
1: We shall see. Don't I hit mean- up
2: Sean Goodwin for your sporting <laughs> questions. All right. Unless you got Boise, Idaho questions, damn it because he's all about that
1: yeah it's um i don't know It you know I, i'm happy for sean i i'm gonna miss him on the sporting kcb because i liked having uh somebody that we knew pretty well who was uh that close to the club uh yeah. but you know it is what it is shout I'll out to, to sean make new friends and he got uh, his first uh first a1 story i saw oh
2: okay so
1: front page of uh of uh idaho statesman so congrats to sean
2: well for both of us being uh, introverts and uh, a little bit, would you say you're a little bit of introvert sometimes? Uh,
1: Absolutely. I can fake being an extrovert, but
2: yeah, I fake, I'm I'm an actor. I fake it pretty well, (laughs) but uh, as an introvert myself, I fully rely on you to get over it and make new friends to bring on this podcast. (laughs)
1: That's my problem. I have like two friends, you and my dog.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm no. not. Well, I might be a little. And I'm making an
1: assumption with you. So,
2: hey, well, you never feed me peanut butter. So, now see,
1: I can freeze some peanut butter and put it in a little rubber thing for you if you want. Oh, so,
2: way. rubber. No, nah, we, we skipped that. Just straight to the Just mouth. Just
1: spoonful it.
2: Straight spoonful of PB. <laughs> I don't know what we're saying. It's a slow news week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, really, outside of the Desert Diamond Cup, so we haven't heard anything on bearish, Desert we
2: showcase. Do-
1: uh, whatever it is the mario kart cup um <laughs> yeah, you always mario gotta party. pick you gotta pick yoshi for the record yoshi <laughs> is the best character
2: no dude you put bowser on the cart because no. there's no way no. a big fat guy should be able to do those things and you if gotta you're talking, give it up for the
1: big men if you're talking battle it's either bowser or donkey kong but okay. if you're talking racing it's yoshi hands down
2: why is that
1: well he's a little more shiftier more maneuverable is that right so yeah at least in the n64 he was a little I'm bit more maneuverable a little faster but if you remember the n64 version in battle if you had one of the big guys you could literally just crash your ass into one of the smaller dudes yeah. and and get rid of a balloon
2: god forbid you're on rainbow road and you knock them off the freaking bridge
1: <laughs> i that could deal. do the, the 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 shortcut on rainbow road i could also do the shortcut that not a ton of people knew about on wario stadium Where if you timed one of the little jumps, one of the little hills right at the beginning, if you timed it properly, you could jump off the top of the little hill and cut half the course by jumping over the wall. Wow. Pro tip. It's a little glitch. So, I mean, look, we (laughs) only bring you the most relevant breaking news on no other pod. So breaking news, if you play Mario Kart 64, you can cut half of Wario Stadium. You catch
2: Jimmy out at Union Station uh, doing Mario Kart tournaments, winning money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, just you know, owning small children at you Mario Kart shit, 64.
2: Man. My brother used to do like uh, Gears of War tournaments and win money and shit.
1: My cousin and I did hustle some kids at Pokemon cards back in the day at huh? uh, my cousin's dance tournament, his sister's tournament. So we were sitting there and um, we were playing Pokemon. I had some really good card. I don't, we weren't playing it properly either, but we were playing for keeps and uh, we kept putting out these like (laughs) terrible cards and like letting people like people think that we were really bad at it and then I threw down this like it was like some Gyarados or something like that and everybody was like oh my god and I just killed everybody and I'm like (laughs) so I do
2: not know this life this is as someone who does not get into that I'm like wow Jimmy's such a fucking nerd
1: (laughs) (laughs) we weren't even playing pokemon cards right like oh my god weren't following the rules but
2: I don't even know the rules. I, I don't won know. some cards. I never had a deck. I had nothing.
1: No, I had, oh I had lots gosh. of Pokemon cards. So I haven't gotten re back into it. It's back now. It's more popular again. I haven't it's gotten back now, into huh? it. Yeah. People on Twitch streams are just opening packs of Pokemon cards looking for rare cards it's weird
2: just, just streaming it to people that just streaming to watch it. them open
1: packages? yeah and then they find the a, like a, a, yes. a rainbow card or a, you know a, a super v max card or whatever it's called and and you know they they look then look up how much are these cards worth and, and and i guess that's the thrill of the chase is you're like i'm trying to open all these packs of pokemon cards and oh i just pulled one that's worth 57 dollars what so
2: See, I need to get back on to streaming my DJ game. Remember when I stream a little bit? <laughs>
1: I was on there. I watched your streams. I was comment. I was in the chat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the chat. it's fun man it's fun you were time.
1: you were in line for some, to be on a stream on some channel and i remember i got in there in the chat and was like this dj rocks <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah man it was the the freaking fuser uh mm-hmm. hq channel or something that was pretty cool
1: i did that for my cousin's husband something similar i promise we'll get back to sporting kc stuff there's like one more news item but he uh he's a freelance <laughs> video editor and he used to do video editing for like a, a company and this company that would like find the editor's would always post their videos on their Facebook page. And they never said who did like the editing or whatnot, but they'd be like, check out this video that one of our editors did. And so he would always tell me when they were going to post one of his videos. And so it would be like once every six or seven videos they post and I'd go on there and be like, this video is the best edited video I've ever seen. Like who does this?
2: Editing is great. And they'd be like,
1: oh, this is one of our editors, Nathaniel. I'm like, he's so talented. And then I'd like (laughs) wait a week or so and they'd put another one and I'd go back on there and I'd be like, i love this video and they like
2: you're not paying this dude they, enough. they
1: might have gotten on to me a little bit because at one point they're like you seem to have an eye for nathaniel's videos and i was like i just he is really talented just seems great <laughs> that's fine so that's what i was trying to do with you with fuser get on there and just you know let the people know i'll get back to it i'll spend DJ the, Kuz. Of
2: the 80s 90s and today i'll get
1: you, you rick d's <laughs> the what are you rick d's you, you the radio dj no Famous radio oh, DJ.
2: Don't know what that is.
1: Top forty. Okay. Well, <laughs> on that note, okay, I, the I, people yeah. know he's a You're famous radio me. DJ.
2: Yeah, uh, I go by okay. DJ Diddles.
1: DJ Diddles. There it is. No, I don't. That's, that's not <laughs> there is a little bit more sporting KC news. Do you remember this twenty-year-old German center back that we were linked to uh, yeah, last week? We talked about. Uh, he uh, what was his name? Robert Voloder. Yeah, it's almost like Voldemort robert voldemort um there's an update it, a second report has come out uh by the same outlet melgomania however you know reliable that is um that says he isn't joining his current club maribor as they prepare for the season because he's heading out on transfer so this is sort of like a little bit of smoke where there's fire um they say the quote transfer is about to be finalized um and then you know There haven't been any other links to any other clubs. So this is a couple, granted all from one outlet, but that seemed to be saying he's going outbound on a transfer. And the first report said that he was linked to Sporting Kansas City. So
2: interesting news
1: where there's smoke, there's fire question mark.
2: Well, you'd think it would happen soon with preseason coming. So, I mean, uh, it's probably coming down the pipeline. We're here's something here in the next week or so.
1: It's probably going to be tomorrow. Or you know maybe even today because when we release new podcasts what tends to happen is breaking news hits right after. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so,
2: we would uh, just switch our recording days. You know,
1: <laughs> no, not that simple. No, so, it's
2: pretty. It's it, news could break anytime. time. That's that don't
1: matter. Yeah, so we shall see. But uh, but yeah, so that that's the biggest. Sporting KC news, I guess that, that you could say. Um, we have a few questions here, and then we have some MLS news I kind of want to talk about a little bit, but oh yes. Let's see here. Um, Alex Brown says, Does SKC see a major signing this offseason or the summer? Hard to think that there will be any big names called in with three designated player spots full unless Johnny Russell has negotiated down off his DP salary. But if we do sign a big off season signing, what position?
2: i mean what constitutes big like are you saying like alan Polito big
1: well so i think that happens alex seems to be indicating designated player i don't know that we'll get a designated player signing but i mean if we actually sign barrett that's a pretty big signing i mean that'd be um probably a tam level signing and and a solid striker so that'd be pretty good
2: that would be good i i hope that happens um you know, time will tell. But other than like DP level, I, I don't I don't anticipate that.
1: No, I don't either. If um I I think so, I guess if we had any big signing, the most likely positions I would think at this point are either probably left wing or right back, because we don't have a lot of depth at left wing outside of shallowy Right back, I mean we still don't have Zussi resigned, so it's just Cade and Pierre right now, but they didn't want Zussi to be the full-time right back. It sounded like last year, so we probably need someone not Cade and Pierre to be there.
2: Yeah, what's up with the Zeus situation, huh? Like, I kind of want and, – and, and, and Roger, too. What's going on there? Like, we're just – I'm just sure leaders? we'll hear
1: something soon before the – set in the next couple of weeks before they go to Arizona, I would guess. Right. So, um, I mean, left back is an option still, too. We have Ben Sweat, and that's it. So – True. We'll see. I
2: mean, you're talking about every line, probably, and you know it's, but as far as DP signing, probably not.
1: Yeah, I don't know. So, it's um, I don't know. It's interesting. We'll see, but uh hopefully, we'll find somebody in uh, the not too distant future. So, uh, let's see here. This is a really interesting question. So, Daniel Gooden, uh, one of our longtime listeners. Says, who's one player you would take from another team, but then you have to send a player back in the same position? And he said he doesn't want it to be left back. He just wants somebody who, uh, who you can send back in the same position. And, uh, and yeah, I don't know. I think that's kind of a, an interesting question to ponder.
2: Hmm. Well, you first I mean... have
1: to kind of think maybe about okay, well, what position. Is like most in need.
2: At first I was thinking uh not even most in need. I you, you might hate this. I was thinking Walker Zimmerman coming to mind all of a sudden.
1: Okay. So who would you send you know, back?
2: Defender of the year. And it's like obviously if, if I if you have to send back a center back, then is it it's either Fantas or Easy, right? And I, I want to say Easy because you're gonna hate that. You're gonna hate this. But he wasn't really hundred percent all year. Uh, Fontas yeah. had the best year and was fine, was great actually on the field with or without mm-hmm. EC. So,
1: yeah, I mean, you're not wrong.
2: It's all speculation, but I mean, Walker Zimmerman was what? Defender of the year, right?
1: Uh, I believe so.
2: And, uh, has gorgeous head of hair. Very, he's a hunk. He's a hunk. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, this team always has room for more hunks.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I think... One that I would, this is tough because like anybody that you get, I'm trying to send back starter for starter. Like I'm not trying to be like, yeah, I would take Raul Ruiz Diaz and I would send Wilson Harris. Right,
2: Cave Rod send him (laughs) back for uh, you know Zimmerman.
1: Right. So, I mean, there's part of me that would like a right back. Um, we don't have another roster a right back on our roster right now outside of Caden Pierre. So you're cheating. So you're it's a, a little bit of a cheat. but <laughs> the, the, no, the one that I'm thinking of that like this one, I'm a little reluctant because I really like the guy that we'd have to send back. But Carlos Heel from New England Revolution, I mean he was the he's their number ten. He was the MLS MVP this year, running away, really. Um, you'd have to send back Kinda if you're doing like for like, but He, I mean, the way he unlocked the New England offense this year, if you had someone who could consistently do that was Sporting KC's front three that would be insane. And it's not that Gotti Keen is bad. It's just that Carlos heels a little bit more consistent. So yeah,
2: good point. Good example.
1: That's kind of the one I would want. I mean, then, you know, or, or a right back Aaron Herrera or, or whatnot. I don't know.
2: So we pick two 2021 award winners.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, they're at the peak of their career right now, basically. So yeah, totally. Um. If the, And then Drake Ewing says, if there's someone from a previous SKC team that you could have in their prime, who's the one player you would have join the current team? That's well, a really interesting say, question.
2: Is that excluding wizard days then probably?
1: Well, yeah, you can bring in wizard days if you want. If you yeah, think I mean, that I mean, a, a player from back then could compete now.
2: You'd probably say Precky, right? I mean, I don't know.
1: I mean, Precky's got to be up there. He was like a good um, guy, but one that i was honestly thinking again no you know not trying to back on on Kinda, but peak benny fellhaber is somebody who could like take over a game he was an emotional leader on the field if things weren't going well he could get everybody around him to get their ass into shape like he's one who i think
2: personality
1: yeah so you know i I think i think peak benny fellhaber is really tough to replace yeah, so, I mean, obviously, Peak Beasler is really good. Um, I'd love to have Peak Beasler back. Um, those are probably the two, and and I know there's maybe a little recency bias there, but um, but I'm also trying to think like Preki is a good one. Um, Tony Miolo would be great, but Timelia is so good that like I don't feel like All I right. need to to take him. So, you know, you know any I of those I
2: always thought shipping out cj sapong was kind of a bad deal but that dude had a lot of promise you know
1: yeah that's true um i mean you know you could you could even go peak Ilie. honestly he's not on the team anymore but like the first year or two of Ilie, when he was like really unlocking that defense um it's not a bad option
2: is he in la now
1: i haven't seen where he is is that where he's now?
2: I mean, I don't. There was know. that
1: one weird ass rumor that definitely didn't come true. Yeah, from like way back rumor. when. Um,
2: so I don't know if he signed anywhere, really. I haven't
1: seen him sign anywhere, at least as of this recording. So, gotcha. Well, thank you all for the questions. Um, as always, you can leave us a question, and you know we didn't have any new reviews this time. But going along with the question, if you leave us a five star rating and review, we'll, we'll be sure to read. I mean, we'll read the bad ones too. We, we read all of them, but just we prefer you leave us that five star rating and review. And we'll uh, we'll go ahead and read it. And we found out you can give ratings on Spotify now, apparently. Yeah, that's fun. I can't figure out how to do it because I'm an old person.
2: Well, someone show Jimmy how to do it, like send like (laughs) some kind of, you know, whatever you record your screen and then send it. I was going to do that and then realize maybe I don't know how to do that.
1: (laughs) 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 Help, Help
2: a brother out over here.
1: I tried to figure it out. Couldn't figure it out. So I'm not above rating my own show. Absolutely not. It.
2: How, how do you not? How are you not seeing it?
1: I don't know. I showed you my screen, and it wasn't there. I know.
2: That makes no sense, man. You must be on the the Spotify light.
1: It's <laughs> probably true. So, um, thank you all who have left the ratings and reviews, and and to the those of you who gave us those questions. Um, big news around the league. So this is Sporting KC adjacent. Uh, Paolo Nagamura officially hired as the Houston Dynamo's new head coach. Yeah.
2: What are we doing here? How 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 can you? Now, now we like something about Houston Dynamo. Like it's there's like a positive light about Houston Dynamo. That no. sucks,
1: right? No, I no, can't. I'm is. sorry, Paulo. If I can't Paulo do it. Agamor, you I can't do hate? it. Hate?
2: How do you can't do it? That's Houston. Why, why is my voice getting higher? <laughs> you you have to support the man. He's a good guy. No, I and don't didn't do anything wrong. I don't. he's it's
1: not his fault. Now, but if he I don't comes in
2: and flips off the cauldron or hits P- pv in the
1: nards or something and we got a <laughs> little, little, little tap
2: <laughs> little tap jesus get, what are we
1: in a fraternity <laughs> he uh i mean you know i feel bad for him i don't think what? this is a good first job
2: that's where you're going you feel bad
1: i don't think i don't i don't know that he lasts more than a year
2: what this you is a bad job happy for the guy i don't why is this is bad? a bad
1: bad job houston is a dumpster fire of a club they, they well, i just so is dallas by great. the
2: way it'll look great if he brings him back right
1: i mean his look his quote in his opening press conference says, I believe we have to change the culture to rescue the identity that Houston had seven or eight years ago. That's a long time.
2: <laughs> we
1: need to implement a culture that, and, and that is a process, that's not an overnight project. We need to rescue that. And once we settle that and have a good culture in the club, I'm sure the pieces that are going to be added, reinforcements, new signings, will make this a very competitive team.
2: He's working on that contract extension already. He's, he's
1: working on that hedge where he's like, listen,
2: we're going to be yeah. trash for a little bit. <laughs> He's like, so give me some time. Okay. Right. Don't let this be a one and done thing for me. Give me a minute.
1: Right. It's uh, I mean, he did say in his press conference, I'm very grateful for the SKC organization and Peter Vermees for being my mentor the last five years when I became yeah. the coach of SKC two. I learned a lot from him, the way he deals with players, the way he sees the game, the way he manages his daily routine. So I'm grateful. I learned a lot in that organization. Um, and then he says, it's a long process. It's a project. And if I need to call Peter to ask for advice, I definitely what? will.
2: No, you won't. You <laughs> will get no advice from us, sir. No, you, no I can't have that.
1: Yeah, uh, Paulo, I really think you need to just bring Brad Davis back like right now. Yeah, uh, Peter, he's like phone. 47 years old. It, trust me.
2: New phone, who dis? Is this a, is this a telemarketer? Uh, Paolo <laughs> Naga, I don't know. What are you selling?
1: Paulo Naga who? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry. Paolo Naga, bye-bye.
1: <laughs> I, I just like it's just interesting like I've never heard a coach come in and and so quickly and he's doing the right thing but so quickly say listen this is gonna take a long time yeah gonna be this is gonna be tough so
2: yeah I mean he kind of crapped all over the team and he just got there <laughs> they I, haven't I, I been look, say, they
1: haven't been good in eight years what do you want me to do
2: that's true and he's like yeah he's just like uh we can get there but you know give me give me a minute
1: he first we got to he kind of crapped on on the current players he has because he's like we just got to build the culture and then we'll get some good players
2: oh my god
1: <laughs> he's so, losing
2: the locker room already
1: that's uh i mean that's my paraphrasing but you know it's not that okay. far off from what he said
2: so i can see why you feel bad for him well J- jacob peterson retweeted it jacob peterson's very very happy for paula nagamura jacob peterson what's up man i i feel like <laughs> friend of the, pod. Friend of the pod i feel like it's Like what we said, we're like, oh, can he go right into coaching a team when he really didn't even coach a USL team? Right. But it's like, here it is, man. He's thrown into the fire and time will tell to see if that's a good thing or not.
1: It wasn't a great record he had and it got worse year after year with SKC2.
2: (laughs) It did. It's not like when, you know, Swope Park Rangers were actually like decent. And I don't know what happened there.
1: Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. It's weird, man. Yeah. So they talked about how they liked him developing players and yeah, there's a lot of players from SKC too, that have signed contracts with sporting KC in recent history. Not a lot of them have gotten significant playing time. Right. I mean, Cam Duke a little bit, Felipe Hernandez a little bit, but Wilson Harris, that was a weird situation. Not a lot there. Ozzy Cisneros, Grayson Barber, um, you know, Jake Davis, not a lot of playing time. Caden Pierre. So we'll see I think you'll
2: see a lot more grace and barber and cam duke this year maybe you
1: know we said like
2: how oh, i said daniel shallow would break out this past year you did i did it, it could be the year of the duke i uh, i don't know you're on duke. record yet i need a little time to <laughs> stew over i need to stew a little bit
1: yeah okay we'll let you stew let me but um now. the other big news uh, but in all sincerity congrats to Paolo. i wish you success just not too much success Yeah. Um, Don't be calling us (laughs) when you got
2: your feet in hot water. We don't, can't cool them.
1: Yeah. Um, So let's see here. Uh, The, the perhaps biggest MLS news of the week is that um, Ricardo Pepe FC Dallas and U S men's national team striker who has shot up to prominence over the last year uh, has been transferred out of MLS out of FC Dallas to FC Augsburg for the reports are 20 million plus add-ons for a club record fee. One of the most expensive outgoing transfers in the history of MLS. Um, That's
2: it it was, it's
1: official now. Okay. So we, we have numbers now to go with it. Um, Pepe outgoing at 20 million is the second or excuse me, third most expensive transfer outgoing transfer of all time. Uh, Third only behind Alfonso Davies um, at number two, up to 22 million. And all that's right. Yeah. And Miguel Almiron at 26 million. Oh, wow. So, uh, hey, that's
2: good company, man. Holy shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, Now, I want to say that this article is actually incorrect because Uh nowhere in here are they showing Gianluca Buzio. Mr. Tom Bogert, they have to home and they're at 7 million. Wasn't Buzio up to like 13 million? Uh, 11 or am I making that up? What was the Buzio transfer?
2: Gosh, I don't know. It's so long ago, man. And it's just, I just uh, okay. Base, base fee numbers? of 6
1: million and incentives that could go up to 10.5 million. Gotcha. So maybe they're only talking base fees
2: all right i feel like so. we're doing accounting or something it's just making <laughs> a monthly budget i don't like it
1: but uh here's the thing great fc dallas gets 20 million dollars what are they gonna do with it because historically nothing
2: i mean i i don't everyone keeps saying like they they need to spend it they mm-hmm. got to do
1: something there was a i saw um something the other day i forget who it was uh, I was a major soccer reporter and, and now I'm, I'm blanking who it was, but they were like, there's no reason that FC Dallas shouldn't be an MLS cup competitor every single year. They have yeah. a billionaire owner, part of the hunt family. They have mm-hmm. all these great Academy players that come up and they sell off, whether it be um, Brian Reynolds or uh, Weston McKinney, Ricardo Pepe, like they're, they produce good players. They just are terrible in MLS.
2: They do. Yeah. And you know, for playoffs this year wasn't wasn't it only texas and la and cincinnati that didn't make the playoffs in the western conference
1: something like that yeah
2: i mean that's phenomenal
1: it's pretty hilarious
2: (laughs) so uh you know these texas teams need to fix their situation
1: yeah it's it's pretty bad give a crap it's pretty bad so we'll see
2: but you're right they got they have the organization, like they have the the US Soccer Hall of Fame in right. Dallas. And right. it's like, well, so you should be good.
1: Yeah. You should <laughs> I mean, be. you don't
2: go to Cleveland to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and and listen to country.
1: No. But you just yeah. don't. that's don't. Nashville. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It's weird, man. Um, there's no confidence amongst Dallas fans that I've seen that they're gonna take this twenty million dollars and reinvest it into quality players
2: well they need fans too man like all that both dallas teams are both dallas teams both texas teams freaking can't get fans in the park
1: well austin can they're the third one now but they're just trash on the field houston and dallas you're right they they can't do it
2: i wasn't counting austin as a texas team that's
1: weird well they're new still we forget
2: so three texas teams didn't make the playoffs
1: yeah all of texas did not make the playoffs
2: and then the two LA and then all two of LA California
1: and all of California. That's true. San Jose.
2: <laughs> Holy shit.
1: Texas and California, two yeah. states, two states that should be very good at soccer.
2: Yeah. No joke. My so, goodness,
1: but we'll see. Um, and then I guess really the last bit of news, I don't even know how this is big news. Cause Inter Miami's not bringing back blaze Matuidi, which he that name up. He, I mean, he's a French World Cup winner. He helped France win the World Cup. He came over from Juventus in June of 2020. He's a big-time name and just was not good for Miami. Um, Iguain is probably out. Rodolfo Pizarro is probably out. Blaise Matuidi is probably out. I mean, these are some of their big-time uh, moves. Um, you, you know who's not out? They have re-signed Brexhe.
2: Oh, nice. That's perfect for
1: him. <laughs> So he'll just be partying in Miami.
2: I don't even talk about Miami because Miami hasn't given us anything to talk about.
1: And we haven't played them, right?
2: We have never played them. And
1: uh,
2: I'd love to, man, I'd love to go to Miami and go hit up a game down there and, you know, do all all sorts of cocaine and drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Cuban food and cocaine. Right. Wear loafers with no socks.
1: There's some, uh, I've heard there's some good vegan Cuban restaurants down there oh i can imagine do i love a good cuban
2: sandwich mm. cuban
1: sandwich some croquetas I don't know what that is but i'm it's in. like a little little stuffed like breakfast like um uh, pastry kind of thing yeah but or it's savory got, like, or sweet savory like got ham and cheese but there's vegan options vegan versions of them and so i'm all about
2: god damn now we gotta get down there Son of a or bitch.
1: they have little like are you a coffee man once a day Okay, so they have just a Cuban one. coffee. It's, it's super tiny, super small. It's stronger than an espresso shot and it's called cafecito. And like they give them in like a little thimble of coffee and it like wires you supposedly.
2: Well, I don't do it. I just need the one 10 ounce mug. All right, mm. I'm not trying to shoot to the moon. Little I cafecito. went to Seattle and had espresso for like the first time and I was like, what's happening? I was like <laughs> counting my heart rates and like my heartbeats. I was like, I only get so many heartbeats in a lifetime. I'm pretty sure I'm using them all right now.
1: Yeah, if you well, oh, you—if you still lived in Chicago, you could go to Cafecito, the Cuban sandwich and coffee shop. But that's in Chicago, apparently. I just googled no. Cafecito, and that's the first thing that popped up. Huh, very cool! But uh, oh, there's a Cuban restaurant over in Lenexa. Oh, okay. Cafecito Lindo. Maybe I'll go check that out. It's a long ways from you.
2: It's a long ways. Look at
1: that. Well, when I'm over there at work, we'll see. So. <laughs> um clearly we've run our course of topics to talk about
2: yes sandwiches (laughs) and
1: mamacita and all sorts of stuff so uh i don't know man you got anything else for our good listeners before we call it a week no that's it that's it happy new year to everybody and
2: uh looking forward to coming back next week with probably a cavalcade of news i know everyone's back to work now and we'll probably start getting communication with our season ticket reps soon Mm -hmm. whole bunch of different stuff man media day probably coming at us
1: at some point It's gonna
2: be good probably times.
1: that'll probably be the week between the first game and, and then the first home game i think that's what it was last year
2: probably e- either that or uh well no they played some didn't they play a home game last year and was the first game a home game last
1: year i think so i don't remember i think they had already played last year was 12 years ago dude so. 2021
2: <laughs> I, I i bought my car in 2021 and i was like no yeah i've had this
1: car so long yeah (laughs) insane we'll see but i mean i'm down to go to media day again assuming they invite us
2: oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) i got some vacation days i i can i can can do that
1: yeah we'll figure it out so well thank you guys so much for listening a little bit shorter episode this week but not a lot to talk about so we'll uh uh trying to keep the content interesting for you we'll be back next week there might be some transfer news we'll see officially confirm uh Robert Voldemort, as we call him. And, oh, uh, goodness. <laughs> but uh, if Did you have no not, who lives. <laughs> if you have not yet left your five-star rating and review, uh, on Apple podcasts, or your rating on Spotify, go ahead and do so. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at and, uh, Instagram at no other pod at Dan Kuser and at JC Mac like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod, or shoot us an email. No other pod at gmail.com always check out our merch bitly.com slash no other pod we're gonna to try to get some new uh, merch designs maybe at some point in the not too distant future we'll see we'll see and uh but yeah if you uh if you haven't left us that review make sure you go do so but until next time he's dan i'm jimmy we'll catch y'all later see ya don't be calling us paulo
2: <laughs>